Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rambling on the Rift. This is episode four, and here I have my entire team with me. So, since the season has ended, I don't think it's really important to say our ranks, or we can start with what ranks we finish. What do you guys think? We can just go quick introduction yeah. to IGNs and right. uh, yeah, ranks. Drop them. Well, I'm Narwhal Cats. I'm the ADC of the team. And your rank? Oh, uh, <laughs> Silver 4, still. Okay. Gave up on climbing. Uh, I guess I'll do it. I'm Jaycog, I'm the support of the team, and I'm Gold 4. I'm Crusader, I'm the top lane of the team, I'm Bronze 2. Uh, I'm Lemonade, I'm the mid, and I'm Gold 4. I'm Cecilian, I'm Jungler, and I am the illustrious rank of Unranked. You're ranked in Flex though, right? Yeah, but that doesn't count. Alright, anyway, um, for this episode we're going to be talking about... Um, what we consider OP in the current meta, and uh, what if we had the opportunity, what we would change to kind of switch around the meta or um, balance the game, pretty much. Uh, so, did you guys have anything that you wanted to talk about first, or should we just start out? Yeah, with... um, about OP items, and this is like especially, I guess tenuous because of how low elo we are but there's not yet yeah, like jerry said there's not anything really that's straight up op like oh this is completely breaking the game and it's like actually i don't know if you could say it's elo boosting people but there are definitely like extremely dominant meta picks right now and they're, they're, they're pretty much like defining the game like for jungle it's just always like early game carry junglers and people who can put pressure on the map yeah um and if you look in like something like higher than diamond you see like the same picks in almost every single game and if you look at worlds the picks are very similar almost every single game but as a jungler do you think that's negative like do you like of course it's good to see diversity in picks but like do you think the um the over reliance on early game carry junglers is detrimental to jungle. Like, do you find it uh, really. making it not I, fun? I don't mind the, I don't mind the carry, the carry meta. Um, the only thing I would like to see is just you know, uh, a more diverse. I don't, I don't care what kind of champions they are. Um, just a, simply a more diverse pool of like jungle champions, whether they're supportive carries, etc. And you I just think, don't think it's fun to see. The same champions? Like, are you, you... You can deal with it, right? It's not that hard yeah, to deal I mean, with. Yeah. I don't, even, I don't even play the game that often to, like, really be inured to any specific uh, mindset. But, like, yeah, that, that would just be a cool thing to see. I think that the new jungle items are going to really help with that. That's one yeah. thing I want I want to experiment with. Like, seeing how the clear the clears are and the... Yeah, just the new, huh? the new jungle. We get that on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. So, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like in low elo, or at least goldish, I think that's still considered low. It's like, I wouldn't even call it that bad, like, honestly. Um, I feel like I see a wide variety of different jungle play styles and all of that in all of my games, but I feel like definitely in pro play, it's literally the same thing yeah. of like, yeah. it's just Rinse Graves, and Kindred, Nidalee, Hecarim. Hecarim's not, no, I don't think, I didn't see Hecarim that much. I saw Hecarim more in the play-ins and groups than worlds there was more variety in the play-ins there's like yeah. Cassidy and Aurelia I, I definitely like seeing Lilia more than like the other champs because at least the team fighting is more interesting yeah and, uh... I don't like Lilia that's just my two cents yeah you don't like any female champion though so that's not true Keep Poppy. Poppy yeah that's Poppy. the only okay, female, the champion, only female champion you to like. date um, but Brian wants to date Poppy. What, bro? <laughs> Can we focus? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> in regards to my role as ADC, of course, there's the glaring issue of Samira. Um, yeah, she's just like. <clears throat> so if you if you look at games, you can deal with her. Like there there have been multiple games where you've like we can win against Samira. And there are multiple games where I have won against Samira, but if she, if they if she gets that that foothold of like 
one or two kills in laning phase and she's able to start pressuring the lane uh pre-level six it's just like it's very hard to come back from that and if she has like a really good cc support like every samira should be playing with then it's really difficult to do anything about it just because the support will lock you down then she'll do her knock up then she'll uh e onto you and then she'll q if you try to do anything projectile wise as an adc she'll just wind wall it because it, it deletes abilities even within its range and there's nothing you can do about it And she has the lifesteal of a bruiser, like 100% uh, lifesteal scaling on her ult. Um, and if she builds stuff like Bloodthirster or Death Stance, then she's so hard to kill. I'm interested to see how like uh, pro players adapt to Samira and figure out how to like, abuse her to, to their limits. Because I haven't seen, honestly, I haven't, I guess it's maybe it's my, just my YouTube feed, but. I haven't seen much like fanfare on. Oh, dude, oh it's because God, it's, it has a seventy-five percent ban rate consistently. Are you talking about pro play ban or just no? It's like high elo, like high elo. Oh, okay, I haven't seen many I mean, videos like about nah. why Samira. I mean, is I saw. Powered. It's actually funny because today I literally just watched a like Donghua P video. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, it, where it was just like he was just like Samira is batshit like overpowered. It's probably like and like that was the whole thing. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I agree. Like, I feel like, yeah, it's a nice breath of fresh air. But like, like he said in a video, if you're going to add something different to like an ADC or like if you're going to make a role do something not traditionally done, it's either going to be ridiculously broken or just useless. Yeah, I know. I know I said it. in another episode of this podcast that I think Samira is healthy for the ADC role. But after seeing it for so long... And getting trashed by it over and over again for not playing Samira. I I honestly don't know if it's if it's that healthy. It's nice to see an ADC that can carry. And I said I would play a lot of Samira, but I just haven't really done it. But Chris, what does that mean? Like ADC the other ADCs can't carry? It's a lot harder, obviously. Like it, they're they're just like ADCs they they solo queue? Yeah. Uh, solo and non solo. I mean of course, in a in a much more organized manner, it's a lot easier to get your ADC ahead and to funnel gold into them. But even if it's just, it just seems like ADC as a role, especially it's like highlighted in solo queue. But like in even in Airflex games, it's you can tell like it's a lot it's a lot harder to play ADC uh, as a carry. Like it's not. It's really hard to carry as just the ADC. Um, I personally feel. Hold on, can I say something? Or yeah, you, go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Um, kind of thing like to me, like Samir is like the. What happens when you give the, <clears throat> when you like. I don't know. I saw I saw something about this recently that, uh, ADCs can't be that strong on their own in like a solo queue a manner, manner because like in. <clears throat> professional like in professional or competitive more like organized play she just becomes extremely powerful yeah yeah um and also i although that's like i guess not really the issue here because i'm pretty sure what most of are talking about is like uh samira in a solo queue context that's but what that's what this saying, this podcast generally yeah, is I was it's, also a, say, it's like, a samira low just, I, elo perspective it's like it's i don't know i don't know about this right now but is katarina still like like the overpowered like menace that like Destroy solo queue games and just spirals out of control. I don't really see yes. Katarina. Um, I never see people talk so. about her. Well, uh, I can hear. I can talk about an experience I had. Um, well, here okay. Anecdotes, wait, anecdotes, anecdotes are nice, but like I want to hear like the between you guys. Like, yes, why 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 you guys think? Well, differently. The 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 thing that I want to say is that she's super strong in the right hands, but even in the right hands, you can beat her. Like. I had a couple of ranked games maybe a month or so ago, two in a row, where one time a Katarina on the enemy team got fed and we just CC'd her down. Like, I'm talking like 26 kills fed. And then we would oh, just yeah. CC her down and just burst her down. And then the rest of her team who had been starved of kills for the whole game wouldn't be able to do anything really because she wasn't able to push her advantage 
into them. Like she would roam down and get kills, but they wouldn't get the kills. They wouldn't be able to really push in the the wave that much and they just didn't make anything of it. But the next game right after that, I got the same Katarina one trick on my team and she got fed again. And then we just literally like guardianed her and and the support was pumping buffs into her. We were like every time she would come down, we would we would at least get an assist on something. And then we were able to like just translate the the game into a win so much more easily off of her. So um, I guess in a Katarina one tricks hands, she's so, so powerful. And, um, and then in the right hands, she can also translate that into the rest of her team as long as they know how to pick up on it. Okay. So, so like, one tricks and uh these what do you call, do you call them i can't remember the word these what i what is the word when like something like a standout like example or anecdote i can't remember the word oh um outlier outlier yeah, okay it. one tricks and outliers aside do you think katarina and like by extension samira these resetting on kill champions these snowball-y style champions who like are really good at like killing whole teams uh do you think that they're like yeah master you too do you think they're like too strong uh overall just in a- any hands any hands like no. master Yi, maybe um katarina not a chance and samira I don't think master Yi is that overpowered like it's like it's like any other thing like you just gotta cc them like, it's like any other like hyper carry it's just that That's he true. has like one intargetable thing yeah, and that untargetable thing resets. But yeah, I under yeah, I understand yeah. what you mean. Like, yeah. yeah, I get it. I just think that it's also ridiculously strong that he can stay untargetable for eighty percent of a fight. Just to reiterate, this is all in our low elo perspective and experience, right? We're yes. not talking about like yes. oh, pro league, blah blah blah. Okay, no, well, not a chance. Um, what was I, gonna say? Uh, I just want to say like the resetting thing with Katarina. I've tried to play Katarina on multiple occasions and I am dog shit at Katarina. I don't think it's because I'm bad mechanically. It's just that I don't practice Katarina and it requires a lot of skill and a different way of thinking about the game to play Katarina and to play Katarina at her fullest extent. So as someone who's played maybe four or five games in Katarina and fed on every single one, it's obvious to me that she needs a lot more skill than it seems to play her. I thought she was decently mechanical. Like it's not just knowledge and decision making. I just feel well, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's it's mechanical, but it it's like a different mechanical to yeah. other no, like, to other just, champions. There's like a, there's a lot of like unplayable lanes. Like what was mm-hmm. gonna say? I just feel like you you can't really clump Samir into that same group of carries because like she's so easy to play like you could still make the argument that yeah just cc her and it's done but like samira is just like i played the my first game on samira i think i went like 16 and like nine like that's not even like that good but like the fact that i was able to just like stand up to like pretty much everybody and it was it was so easy that it's just i just feel like that level of heart carry should not be allowed for how strong she is oh yeah i know i was just making it like a general just general like how they can like they're both good at like they're all those three characters are good at like multi-team kills and just resets and they're just like all squishy damage oriented champions but that was like yeah that's how i also feel um it feels like to me samira the champion samira she plays herself like there's not like any it just doesn't feel like there's any depth of the character all i just do is constantly just hit the enemy in like with different uh, orders and like i know like yeah, that's, that might that's be true there's not a lot of depth to the champion yeah, itself dude. the whole thing with like mm. her, 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 it's very linear her her like her play style is it doesn't seem linear but it is super linear it's like either ian and get your stacks off or poke at the enemy until you have your stacks and then Ian and then alt. It's like this yeah. kind of kind of reminds me of Ezreal a little bit. The way her uh, Q and like 
I don't know, and Q and E. Like I know there's that. Um, it's different. This is like okay, we can we can make arguments about Ezreal being overpowered, but like I don't, I'm not going there because I don't know too much about Ezreal. But I feel like it's like Ezreal gone wrong, where they both have like relatively like simple abilities, but except for Ezreal, just culminates in just like to a marksman. Like you don't like really, nothing happens when you just get a, you know, like you get extra attack speed, and that's about it. You just hit people with your cues and over and over again. But Samira, like, it culminates in this whole R, which has, like, a ton of crap on it. So much, like, lifesteal, these, like, uh, critical strikes and all this stuff. Like, it seems like that's how it feels. Like, to all this, Yeah, like, it's like an over-tuned Really complex. Uh, and what? Um, wait, are you done? Yeah. Um, actually, in the comparison to Ezreal, you know how, like, Q is, like, his power budget. is like, his bread and butter. Yeah. Like, always, like, Samira is that, that is not her, her. Her Q is not analogous to Ezreal's Q. It's her R. It's just like... It's it's a stepping like stone to get her R up. Yeah, it's like the, I, I think it's kind of lame. Just like, literally just like a button used to stock your passive and just uh, wipe people yeah. while like getting um, a mini Swain ultimate and walking around. Yeah, it's 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 like... She, I, I agree with Alex with the, um, with the Ezreal gone wrong. Um, Ezreal, I think, is in a generally good spot right now um, compared to at least how he has been in previous seasons. Of course, he's picked a lot in pro play because he's just a strong champion in skilled hands. Um, but Samira is just like Ezreal plus 20. Like her Q is like Ezreal Q, except it can also do bonus damage in melee and do missing health damage in melee. Her passive doesn't really have the attack speed that Ezreal does, but it's ridiculous because it gives her a dash and CC. Um, her she's she can be played in both melee and ranged situations. Like with Ezreal, if if they get in melee range, you literally have to e out or you're fucked. Um, with with her W, it doesn't. It gives extra damage similar to Ezreal's. I don't think it's the same magnitude, but it destroys projectiles and blocks projectiles for like a second. Um, her E is on a much lower cooldown and it resets on champion takedowns, not even kills, just takedowns and it resets. Um, and then Samira's ult is just like, like Alex said, it's a mini Swain ult that they, she can just wade into the enemy team, just holding it out. And she will get all her health back as long as she has like one lifesteal item. And it's just like Ezreal can't even compare to that. Like if you put like, I don't think like Brian said, they're analogous, but if you compare each ability you can definitely see the similarities and you can just uh, see how Samira outclasses Ezreal in every way. Yeah. Um, speaking of all the Samira and all the overpowered things, I'm surprised no one has mentioned it. This is the thing I've seen complained by, by far complain about the most other than like the lifesteal ulti is her, uh, her like um, juggle passive where you just immediately- oh, it's, so it's so strong. It's so strong. So it, it gives her a dash into and into range so she can stay out of range until a fight breaks out and if her team lands cc she can just dash straight in get one stack and cc them for like an extra half second yeah it's like the I have like a it's very, so strong i have like a very hyper mobile slippery assassin that's like the last thing you expect just like instant follow-up cc yeah and, and it is pretty instant as long as you can yeah. right click on them when they're cc'd they they just get knocked up easy there's no counterplay it's it's pretty it's really strong. Does anyone else have anything to say about good old Samira? Not really. I, I don't know. I just feel like instead of fixing a lot of ADC's problems, she just she's just a problem. Yeah. It's just like a fucking whatever. How do you guys this feel about of, the? Oh, uh, no, oh go can, ahead. You can, no. you go, you go. I was gonna move on the topic. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I was actually kind of going to move on the topic as well. This is no. just a small aside, though. Uh, it's not really related to the uh, over our overarching topic of overpowered, but um, what do you feel... This is just more to Chris, I guess. What do you feel as an ADC main will solve the crisis of complete lack of agency? Is what I'm assuming that's what your, like, your main gripe is. If well, there is. I'm not, I'm not <clears throat> someone who is hired at Riot to work on balance. Um... I really hope that the new items that they're adding, specifically the one that gives um, that gives <sighs> champions new um, movement abilities and options, will um, improve 
like the survivability of ADCs and their ability to um, do stuff. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the new damage items. I'm not a huge fan of kill them before you die. Um, I, I prefer general comps with peel and stuff. So um, I think that... I don't know if that really answers your question. So you, you're, you're just saying like you hope the items will do something about the, issue, the agency issue? Yes. I think especially the one that gives champions the dash or blink or whatever it is. I think that will be useful. I don't know if it will fix the agency problem. Um, I also think items that gives ADCs more non-damage survivability. Like, I don't know how good all the items will be because I haven't played PBE yet. But, um, like, stuff like... Um, the the new Sterics-esque item, the AP survivability type thing. I think that is replacing Maw or something like that. Um, that might be good, like the lifeline items. Uh, I don't think Sterics is a AP. No, no, no. I, I was thinking more Maw. Sterics is just... Like, Sterics and Maw are just what I think when I think lifeline. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at items right now. Yeah. Um... I think there are new lifeline items. Yeah. Uh, I, I like those items. I think lifeline is a cool ability, but I think it shouldn't be just limited to bruisers. I think, I think having it on an ADC would protect them from burst. Like GA does that, but if you get GA'd in a bad position, just like with Zonia's, it's just, it screws you over and it wastes your GA. I feel like those new items will introduce like small things, but I'm doubtful that it will totally like oh adc is transformed but no i'm not it, saying that yeah, but i think one, it's a, a actually, step in the right direction i had a question which is it was i'm I probably remembering incorrectly but was it the ardent sensor meta where adcs were strongest it's, i think so yeah um okay. it was also it was like it was, it was symbiotic with supports being yeah it's not i don't think it was so much the adcs are strong it's, it like ha it's been a very long time since there's been like the adc meta i think that was the last 2017 2017 yeah I'm, okay because i'm pretty sure every time like that's when like that was worlds like at worlds 2017 i've been playing jenna lulu nami i guess not nami maybe but like so much jenna lulu but that's Just that's more this like the support there it yeah that's what Arden sensor is i know but like it has like the only reason that that meta came around was because of the supports not because of good adcs it was like yeah the I know. supports enabled I was. That's what I was saying. Oh well. Like, isn't like the, the strength of the ADC is kind of tied? To yeah. Like, yeah, like it, is, the it is. Class most important to them. Pair those hyper carries and then just right survive. That is true. And Arden sensor meta was not a great time, but then you also have to understand that after Arden sensor meta, it was the fucking bruiser bot lane meta where you would run Renekton Leona and you would just cry for twenty minutes before you FF'd. Um. Right. Let's. What was the thing you're gonna move on to? Uh, I was gonna talk about the current meta of just straight on hits. Like, you you, you see Ash, you see Varus that was relevant a few patches ago. Uh, you see um, stuff like I don't know. Vayne is technically an on hit champion. Um, like so many champions that are powerful in low ELO are just straight on hits. You mean ADCs? No, not just. Not just, not all ADCs, but like, you can see that shit like Ash is just so dominant because she can spend the entire game just farming yeah. and then she can I, I, wa I walk at your team, attack three people at a time and slow you until you can't move anymore. I understand that. Um, I mean, this is a legitimate question. I What are some other examples of like on hit being very dominant like other rules? Of Pantheon? A lot of top laners have on hit stuff. Like, I guess Trindamir is counted as that. Pantheon TF. TF is huge. TF builds AP. I don't see people building. Well, yeah. I know, but like. I thought, uh, okay, maybe I'm misinterpreting on hit, but I was just thinking more like just point and click. Like, no, oh, that's not necessarily. No, 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 that's, that's different. Different. On hit is more like uh, auto attacking. Just yeah, auto attacking just, a lot, uh, building stuff like Rage Blade and stuff, and just like. 
Oh yeah, on hit fucking uh, Master Yi. It's technically no, a thing. Wait, one. That's okay. When I'm thinking, of, like, oh, on the presence of on hit, I'm thinking of someone like Varus who can build like or crazy build on hit. He can build lethality. Yeah. I don't think of I don't think of someone like Trinity or Master Yi. Who that's all they do. They just their standard okay. run of the mill build is to just right click. Master, yeah. okay, yeah, Master Yi does on hit, but like I don't, I, I don't, I would not yeah. go to the length of saying on on hit meta. Considering yeah, like just, stuff oh, like Jin. I'm no, I disagree. It's like I'm talking about on hit ADCs in particular. Okay, like how then say, say on hit ADCs. Yeah, I literally. Well, asked I, I was, I, I did say that. I, I was talking about on hit ADCs. Like Ash. Brian said Harris. he did not. Yeah, like, I, whatever, people, whatever. I thought both you and Jerry said no. Okay. I was sorry, well, now we know. Now we know. Now we know. Okay. Well, well, I mean, I said no because remember, I I didn't exactly know what on hit meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but on hit ADCs have just been like so strong recently. Like, well, if you look at it, really, most ADCs are on hit because a lot of the time, some of the more simpler ADCs, their job is just to right click, and generally for a lot of ADCs, their job is just to right click. And, so um, wait, wait. Can I ask you just a few questions, just to clarify? Yeah. So who would you consider like the on-hit later ones? I know this Ash. Would you consider Caitlyn? Ash, Varus. Oh, oh, hold on. Are we talking about? Are we talking about pro play? Or just like in general, not pro in, play? General, are we talking, uh, just in general. Because so yeah, in general. Okay. Um, on-hit would be I would I would say Ash. Meta specifically Meta. That's specifically Meta. Right well, yeah, obviously that's Ash. What talk, that's what we're talking about right now, right? Uh, I mean. They're, they're, the meta in low ELO is not really as strict as meta in plat, and we're not talking they're, about plat. Yeah, we're really, talking about like low ELO. So really I don't, I don't really think there is a meta that we can really yeah. talk about, but we can talk about stuff that is strong and that I don't think should be as strong as it is. So, um, in my opinion, the on hit ADCs you can see are like Varus. Um, you have Ash. I thought Varus fell out the meta. Personally, like, like I all... remember, I just said we're no, like, not talking you know, about like, strictly even... the meta. Yeah, but like you that's what, yeah, that's what I'm talking about here. Because I was asking you, I would the whole thing like I'm asking about this is meta stuff. Like, because you were talking about uh, would you consider an on hit meta for the uh, ADC role, and that's so that's why I'm talking about it. I'm not just well. There's there's Ash, of course. I w- I don't know if I would consider Caitlyn one. Kaisa's kind of one because as long as she gets the attack speed, she can just stack her passive. Um, Vayne, of course, she's just another just right click Jinx. Uh, Twitch. Um, is Jinx in the meta? I I, I don't know. If Jinx. Like me. I yeah. mean, she has a pretty high presence. Okay, so, sorry. Can you uh, reiterate? Like, is this? Are you just discussing like the the dominant strength of on hit ADCs in low elo? Is that what? Is that no? What it's you're... just I think he's means in general because low is just buried. It's... I mean, I don't know if it's strength. It's just like the pool so of ADCs. On? It's kind of boring. Like on hit is not necessarily fun to play unless you, of course, get ahead and you farm for thirty minutes to have your fun. I thought, what would you cons- what would you what would you guys in general what would you guys consider a fun ADC meta? Because I've seen many things about like how ADCs are just always boring and it's just always like three. It's always like the four same four three characters. Well, they're not necessarily fun, um, like the on hits. But I would say Jin is a fun ADC. It was quite meta. Honestly, I don't really care about like the the on hit or lethality type like builds. I'd rather just make an ADC character champ with abilities that are fun. Like in my opinion, like Kaisa and Lucian are my favorites to watch because they have like very fun abilities that like and they're also their builds are kind of like adaptable you can build like a lot of different things on them you don't have to confine to like one certain type of build how do you feel about ezreal then uh ezreal is a little bit of a outlier he kind of i feel like he's kind of boring because like he's often picked but like he can still make some cool things and also he's he's different from adc because Kylie, he's like, just throws out abilities a lot. He's probably the a most lot most reliant on abilities. Uh, with like, exception of like maybe Caitlyn and Corgi, I find like movement ability uh ones are like can tend to be kind of interesting. Like yeah, Zvain, Zaya, 
uh, Callista, Kaisa, Lucian. Um, I've never seen. Honestly, I kind of like seeing Tristana for some reason. It's just I don't know. It's kind of cool. That's just my personal thing, though. Tristana is just like. Of course, her yeah, I agree. Her rock and jump is kind of cool to watch if you watch a good player. But otherwise, it's just like she she throws a bomb on someone, auto attacks them twice, and then runs away. Like it's yep. it's not interesting to play against it. Uh, it's not interesting to really play as. Although I've only played a few games on Trist. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I'm not a huge fan of it. I feel like every single champion that you guys are describing that's fun is just like champions with movement and outplay. But like, I feel yeah, like that, that's that's literally what it is. Yeah. I feel like it adds variety to the game instead of like mm-hmm. oh, stat. But like, I don't know. I feel like the the role of ADC to um, output as much damage as possible is just like so limiting in what you can do because yeah. you're literally supposed to be a glass cannon. Like the, Man, yeah, I guess the, there's very little to make the role fun is what I'm saying. I've there's been like an opinion that like that's why it is like that's that's why it's always gonna be like that. Like fundamentally, this role is just gonna be generally boring. Wait, Alex, hmm? um, sorry, I'm just waiting for everyone to be done. I just oh, I really want to see something. We're good. It's, it's actually interesting how you talk about, like, oh, this is pretty much all ADCs are good for. And, like, we're in the middle of a huge utility ADC meta. But like, I know it's most people are going to say, yeah, it's also boring as well. But I just wanted to point out that, like, it's all, it's funny that we're talking about this because we're we're in a meta where, like, that's the opposite of what we want. Ash, Callista, like, Ash, Callista, We need, like, ADCs that don't just right-click and dispense damage. We need ADCs that provide utility and tools. And some people, I guess, might find that interesting, adding death to the game. I think ADCs having utility is good. I just think there are so few ADCs that really do provide that utility. Like you have Jin, his W is a root, cool. His ult is his, his slow. E is a bit mini slow. Yeah. Uh, you have fucking. I mean, Ash is technically utility. Ash is very it's much very utility. Much utility. Yeah. I thought she was like the her, yeah, her, her E, her, her slows. Yeah. Her R. Yeah, her R. Senna. Senna, Senna has that utility heal. with her with her heal, her global, yeah. her basically, W, basically her movement boost. The most part. Uh, Callista, I, mean, I guess. Callista kind of. I mean, Jinx has, like, there, there are so many. There, there are a lot of ADCs that do have CC. But but there she has are vision too. But yeah, they're the they're hard thing. to they're hard to hit too. Like, uh, Caitlyn has CC, but she has to hit her traps or her E to okay, actually do it. But I it. feel like I yes, feel like Chris. it should be that way because if no, I'm not freaking... saying it shouldn't. I'm not. I never said. Yeah, it shouldn't Chris, be that way. I think what Chris is saying is like not so much utility, but I would disagree. Callista is at least somewhat is like they're up there. The same thing as Ash. She has a yeah. vision thing and a CC as an ult. It's her, her ult is like. Yeah, all is like potential. interesting. Yeah, That's you have like her strongest aspects. You gotta draft like a really good thing with Callista. Yeah, it's just like to me, ADCs with utility are interesting, and ADCs with utility that is actually good are interesting. But if you look at utility on the on-hit champions, it, like excluding Ash, like. Um, if you look at the utility on, say, let's bring up a list. Varus. Varus is actually quite, is Varus. considered, considered yeah, he's, 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 he's a slow, grievous wounds and a multi-team ult. I mean, uh, root. Yeah. Um, I don't, champions. I don't know about Varus mains on that one, but I think his, he's not super enjoyable outside of his Q. Like it's aw- it feels awesome to hit a-, a snipe, even though it doesn't really feel that satisfying because the sound effects suck on that. Um, <laughs> it doesn't feel satisfying to hit it. Like trust well, me. You can, well, you can you can flash forward and R and then that's just your opinion. You can pretend you're ruler in the, in the world championship. Um, but <laughs> Martinez, is, is Jin's W satisfying? Getting a perfect. It's it's kind of kind of satisfying, sort of. Um. Depends on the skin, honestly. So without, wait, wait, without wait, wait, let's, let's get to the point. Um, but but yeah, Varus, his utility is useful, um, and it's kind of fun to hit. But like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess Varus is kind of fun. 
outside of like the fact that he just auto attacks. His utility is relatively good. Uh, his E is really good because you don't really have to build Grievous Wounds so early because you can just E onto them, and if it hits, then you get free Grievous. Um, is the E the uh, the arrows in the air that come to ground? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's okay. it's a slow and Grievous Wounds. Um, but yeah, he's he's interesting to play, but I don't really think he's that fun. Do we have anything else to say? Like, like when Lethality Varus was a thing, he was super fun. Like, it was really entertaining to play Varus. You could just one-shot people with your Q, and it was a lot of fun. But then they nerfed it, and now on-hit is the only thing viable. And I just, I just think on-hit ADCs are, like, with nothing except for their auto attacks, are not that fun. I agree. So is, Dra- is Draven boring to you? I know he's like he's very very well, auto attack. It's not Draven doesn't have nothing but his auto attacks. He has the mechanic of his auto attacks where you have to catch them. That's in not mini game. Uh, yeah, yeah I, in mini game. Uh, with Vayne, she depends on her auto attacks, but she has the ability to go invis. She has the ability to condemn. She has her Q. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, if you look at Varus. Now, all he has to do is wait for his team to CC them, then and or he CCs them, and then he just right-clicks them. His Q isn't even a main part of his kit anymore. I understand. Is there anything you guys want to add before we change topic or do whatever? No, I pretty much agree with everything that Chris is saying, honestly. In that case, do you have anything you want to talk about? Like anything you want to bring up or... You yeah, we've been in like detail? bot jungle the whole time. Wait, what? We literally what? We talked about the jungle meta for a little bit. That was like a tiny bit. We've been mostly focused. We've been on mostly bot yeah. because we started without talking about Samira. Um, how about Gary, me, Aiden? Yeah. What do you feel? Is is, yeah, is yeah. there anything you feel that's like not fun or OP in mid? Not fun or OP in mid. I wonder who. You know who I want to talk about? His name starts with Pushin. Rise of Pushin. I yeah, here comes the lemon rant. Honestly, dude, Lucian, fun champion, right? Fun champion in bot lane, but uh, the surge of putting that freaking champion in mid is like, it's it's. I have so many mixed opinions on it because like, it's fun to watch it in LCS when like people are like really good and like bursting the other person down with like their little combo. Like just, I can only imagine like the enemy playing against Lucian mid. Just not a fun champion. He's such a lean bully. <laughs> not many, not many hard counters because he just auto attacks you to death with his double tap. I just honestly, I I, I feel like after the after the victorious Lucian skin is gonna come out, they're just gonna nerf him or something like that. <laughs> I feel like that's gonna happen. Like, or if it doesn't, I want it to happen because. He's just like, he needs to be put back in bot lane and not in mid and top. Yeah. From what I've heard of it, like from Aiden and many other like high low players, he's like, he's literally, he's like graves of the mid lane. He's um just insanely oppressive. Like he's not, he's not like instant oh, drain tank conquer 1v9. I kill everybody on the screen, but like he's insanely good at doing what what a bully mid lane should do. Like graves is really good. And at he's able to output the damage of an ADC. Yeah. Graves and both, both of them do like stupid damage, mm-hmm. and they just like the control. They it's it's very much possible for like oh bro, Lucian is so weak, just jump him and he, he pops. You can see the same thing about a Graves, but he has this armor stacks. But and just like overall, the the control, level of control they give for their roles and the presence they have is just unparalleled. If you give the Lucian mid the same attention that you do any other squishy mage mid laner, it's just. It's as if they were a squishy mage mid laner with the damage output of an ADC and the sur- and the movement of an ADC. Well, not really movement of an ADC, but with that dash. Mm-hmm. Dash just makes it really hard. And the movement speed passive on W. And the fact that you can literally just dash and then auto attack them back twice with the time, like more. with half the time it took to do the dash. And then when you take PTA, it's just you yeah, just get that insane huge, damage. huge damage. It's like Pantheon mid, except he's ranged and he scales. 
<laughs> so not Pantheon. They're basically just way better Pantheon. Man. This, okay, yeah. before I don't want to like, I don't want to waste time like making like just like oh will I, but like does anyone have any like opinions on Vladimir? Like anything like meaningful to say? Not just like uh, Vladimir pool bad. Well, I think Vladimir not having mana is really stupid. I think that's he- so dumb. And I think, think the fact that his his Q is on such a ridiculously low cooldown, and it has range, and it's point and click is is just, I think that makes him so strong. And it, as a champion, it's not really fun to play Vladimir. Are you in the camp of people who you think Vladimir should be just reworked or just destroyed? Not 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 um, not, I'm saying not not like oh you need a, he needs to be nerfed, bro. But like he he needs to be removed. He's not a healthy design. I've seen people say that. I disagree I with. I th- uh, well. I think him as a champion, like as a concept, a super heavy lifesteal champion that uses his own life to cast abilities is a cool concept. But the way that Riot's executed it with Vladimir is not good. I don't think Vladimir is entertaining to watch. I don't think he's entertaining to play. I don't think he's fun to play against. I don't even know if he's fun to play as. Um, fun I to just, play as when you scale up and then you 1v5. It's just like the way like the times I played against Vladimir, it's pretty much been in mid. I think I've had maybe one or two games against him top, but when I've played against Vlad mids, they just queue you from the entire minion wave away, getting their health back as they do it. And then they do that again. And then they just if if they ever even have a semblance of being in danger they just pull and walk back to their tower because they can they can do that from a minion wave they can queue you from a minion wave away and they don't have any mana cost they have and health costs which is like 20 the health cost health. is not large at all it's minuscule it's, at best on, I'm, i will check it right now because you, you also have to factor in that like he does all this at like a cost of a pathetic early game like do, do you think anyone at any like uh even if we're playing, I don't know, what's it called? A clash, like low, or low elo clash together. Like, do you think we, we want Aiden on Lucian mid or do you want him in Vladimir mid? It's just. I would rather have him on Lucian mid. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, it's, it's just just like a, it's just like a Master Yi or a freaking Cassidy. Cassidy. It's, it's basically Cassidy. Cassidy. Just, Except you have an easier time, like, getting away from shit. Chris is 20% of your current health. Uh, for what? Yeah, like sand pool. It's yeah. That that you get that back from one or two cues. The thing is though, the thing is though, the twenty percent of your health. Yeah, it seems like a lot, but it's a lot better than hundred percent. Yeah, it's literally you're just gonna die if you don't have that. So this is I'm not I'm not saying this because I can understand like what I can understand like how you what where you're coming to these points, but I wanted to say something like when people complain about OP champions, I always feel like it's so common. But people would complain about abilities in a vacuum, and they would just start listing abilities as yeah. if they're making points. And I was like, mm-hmm. really frustrated at that. And like, see, like you say, like he, he can just like pull away, but like there's a cost to that. He's giving up. He's moving away from the wave now, and now he's just weak. And like when he wants to like cue you and like just like try to gain health back, like there's like counterplay. Like you can like move towards him and like force him to like do something with it. I know phase rush makes this more difficult, but like there's always counterplay, and like there's something he's giving up. Like he can't just. It's, it, if it was so easy that you can move, just just pull away, lose all your HP, and just try to come back to the lane without your safety ability, I think uh, then I think we'd see a different Vladimir game. Yeah. Also, it's like, well, you know, people aren't punishing this guy and just scaling up to mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Like, I I think like honestly, I I almost like have I pretty much have like no complaint with like Vladimir because I always see him as like yeah he's he's weak early game, bully the shit out of him. If he gets like to the point where he can do those like ridiculous things, then that's literally your fault. Mm-hmm. That's your team not managing him. But I do feel like I feel like if they literally I agree in the fact that like I feel like if they if they made him have mana, I feel like nobody would complain about him whatsoever. I don't think many people would play him honestly. Yeah, you no, know, the people yeah. would complain complaining about because, him. Because because but at the same time, I feel like yeah. If you gave him mana that would just that would wreck Got the character. Yeah, hence, yeah. Hence why I mentioned that people think he needs to be destroyed because, like, his current pool, his current uh kit, would, I think would just be obliterated. You can't, I don't think his Q would work at all. You just like Q and all. Yeah, that that's away. the thing. His Q is just it's on a five second cooldown at max level, which he maxes first, and he builds CDR too. So that's just like 
it's on like a three second cooldown or something in in the late game um honestly even mid game yeah go ahead the one point about like punishing vladimir when he's trying to like Q like he doesn't have to Q the champion all the time. He just has to Q a minion and get his health back after he yeah. pulls. He doesn't have to just like walk up to you and Q. He can just like, and he can yeah, literally spam it. It's back. it's so free to use. Yeah, that's it's, it, I, we understand. It's and he benefits from spamming it. Spamming it. What? Yeah, Chris, have you played Vladimir before? Yeah. Do you think it's too low with it? Low, just. I, I think he's. Vladimir, it's not that easy. Yeah, I, it's not. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's easy. I'm just saying. Like it's very frustrating. It's a it's frustrating time. to play against. It's not fun to play against. Yeah, hence why I went back with like thing. People think he just needs to be get destroyed. Like he's just an unhealthy addition to the game. And fundamentally, this extremely tanky, extremely make him go boom character. Well, you it's just not fun. He's sustainy. He's sustainy. Yeah, 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 super. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, he he's is. Entirely, he's entirely dependent on like he's, he's, his healing. Literally pushed Silas like shame twice over it's it's ridiculous yeah. late game and he's also dependent on pool dude i honestly i want to play vladimir right now i want to see like his weaknesses and where how he works i want to play i want to be like no agree no oh, all okay. right how how about uh top what are you not like in top oh we're still going with the same theme of like annoying things annoying things things that you think are overpowered things you think are okay. unhealthy to the game so. If we're going, okay, that, that's fine. I I don't have any other things to talk about, anyways. Um, wait, what? Is it Fiora? <laughs> I don't really see enough Fioras. Honestly, when I see a Fiora, I get nervous because I know if I feed him, the lane's over. The, the Fiora's just like to me, just it, the lane's super slow, uh, snowbally. Also, I don't really have any main complaints. Like I, I don't, I never felt like a matchup. Like oh, I can't even, I can't do anything, bro. This is just so unfair. And, like if I like, if I'm like down in CS and kills, like. Yeah, like I know why I'm down in the season kill. It's not exactly a uh, a riddle. That's a that's a genuine thing that's shared between all top players I know. Really? I really I Dude, I, thought... I see many people complaining a lot. Yeah. Oh and yeah. TF top laners are the most whiny players in the game, but okay. I'm sure they are. Generally, generally, I'm sure they are. I'm generally. sure they are. Okay, I'm sure they are. And any anyways. Uh, I see people complaining a lot, but like like Jax, uh, Camille, but on I just I feel like I see like. Almost too much of a variety. Like, just I always like feel like a different. I gotta, I gotta look at my match history, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't play enough against this, this one particular champ to like really believe this character is overpowered or not. In the meantime, while I look and try to make a, uh, any conclusions, what Jared? What do you have to say about the support role? Um, what do you think about Pantheon? I think Pantheon's okay. Well, I guess. I, I, okay, I'm just going to say my opinion because it's my opinion, but I think Pantheon's fine just because of the fact that, like, if you you can dominate lane, but if you if you don't get your, like, laner to the amount of win con that he needs to, like, you know, just take the rest of the game away, you're pretty much useless, essentially. Because, like, unless you get, like, hyper, hyper fed and get to build, like, a normal mid-Pantheon with your itemization, you're just, you're, you're screwed because of his like poor late game um i think like probably the most annoying thing is just like yumi i would think for support i just it's just like i don't even need to explain why it's yumi but it's just yumi yeah i get that anything else jerry mm -hmm. not really i would just say like also another big irk of mine is kill supports and also uh, it's very hypocritical because I pretty much one trick to kill supports to gold, um, but I just feel like that should be fixed because I felt like in multiple games, I, I literally got into the mindset of like, "Fuck, the ADC got the kill, not me." Like that, that's so unhealthy. <laughs> for so you support. think it's unhealthy to the game? Yeah. Uh, with support, mm -hmm. I feel like supports need to be, like they can have outplay right, and they can have all that shit, but like it needs to be like an outplay where it's like they can survive against the odds or like they can buff their team up really well against the odds. It should not be hee hee, I press R, I take all your life and then I press R again and you guys are dead. Mm -hmm. so, I don't I know. Think, I just I feel like they need to balance it out. I don't think they're ever going to fix like... They can't really though. kill... They can't they, fix kill supports yeah. because it will just affect the mid lane mage the mid, pool. Yeah, whatever role they're... Yeah. Doing that rule forever. 
Dude, if, and, they, if they screw Brand, like, dude, Brand doesn't even, Brand's not even played mid lane, like, yeah. ever. Same with, like, Pantheon. That's why they're all support. That's why they're both supports. I think we're, like, I, that one Pantheon mid that's worth. And I think Pantheon is actually a slight exception. Then I've seen this. But he's not just raw damage, and, like, he, he does a like, crap load of damage, especially when he gets his lethality items. But it's mainly because he's his, his, uh, rot his rotating ult, and, like, maybe I'm just spewing what other people say, but they say, like, one of the biggest things that just really carries Pantheon is how he's a weak early game champion, but has, he has two really strong abilities. His point and click CC and a extremely reliable uh, defensive ability. And they're mm -hmm. just tying this to this champion. It's, just, it's a whole can of weird can of worms. Oh, also, Jerry, what do you think of Seraphine since she's a support right now? At least. Okay, yeah, all memes aside, I think she's, like, not bad. Um, I just think, like... She'd be balanced? I I would say she's I would say she's strong, but she's definitely not the worst like out of the gate balancing I've seen. Yeah. Like and, and I'm not and I'm not even yeah, using like an Aphelios anecdote, now, but like y'all haven't experienced fucking the horrible champion releases. Actually no, she's not similar to Lilia because Lilia had like apparently abysmal. It was she was she was a pretty early. bad. It's like uh, honestly they didn't even buff Lily that much. They, no, they didn't, but people found out how to play her. Yeah. That was the same issue with Yumi as well when she was released. It's just yeah. like, man, champion releases That's in the past have just been terrible. She's just easy to play. <laughs> like, I, I could tell you guys stories all day about the Darius release. Mm -hmm. any, any more words on support, Jerry? I have something if you I want to say about jungle. Like, oh, no. I, I, honestly, I, I was going to say, like, um, I would say support is probably the healthiest role right now, if in my opinion. True. Yeah. That's that's all I have to add. I, I just think, like, if Riot keeps supports where they are, it's fine. Because, like, for kill supports, they're annoying, but only if, you, if you're dumb and you get them ahead. Like, I, I guess, like, the best example I can think of is, like, when I go against Swains... Like, I know it's because I'm a Swain one trick, but, like, I find them so linear and easy that they just never get fed So, um, when they're in my lane. So I feel like support's pretty healthy. They should, Riot should definitely focus on other roles first. Alright, back around jungle. Um, wait, I don't, wait, wait. Is this a small thing? Because I, like, I wanted to talk about top. Cause I, I looked at my champion replays, and uh, no, game replays, to see who I face against top. Okay, you, you can go back to topic if, if for a little bit, okay. if you want to. Um, yeah. I don't really. I, I guess I don't really have any complaints. Maybe like I just got used to it over time, and also be like I play a lot. I've been playing a lot of uh Silas lately, and um, I guess get a little get a gangplank as well, so they have tons and tons of sustain. But um, if it was like with something like Fiora, if like if you step out once, or like if you're a Garen, if you step out like once by accident, you just like. It's they like one mistake and then like the lane, there's like a lot of punishment, especially with like. Hmm. Never mind, that's not that's not that big of an issue. But yeah, I guess that's. Never mind. I I, I really don't. I honestly just go to move on jungle. I really don't have anything to say. I, I've never felt at least so far. It's it's kind of because I don't have a jungler I can rely on. But uh, I've never really have any like major complaints about the top lane. Like I know what's wrong and I know like why everything happens. All right. Top lane, um, top lane as a jungler to fall back on. Yeah, that, that I, helps a lot. I don't really have any. I, I kind of feel the same way as Alex. But I, I, I don't really grown too much about enemies. Uh, about the except for Hecarim, because I permanently and I never have to see that stupid hard ass champion ever again. See, I'm um, pretty sure Brian Hecarim for okay. our sake. Yes, uh, that's the thing. I hate um, what's it called? Like, I, Hecarim's not really that good of an example, but I hate like excessive. Maybe this is this is not really a oh this is too strong too overpowered but it's just like a really man feeling whenever I see this I hate excessive safety in junglers like I hate seeing this level twenty nine chud just brute forcing his way as Warwick and like it's unfortunate yeah. like I oh uh, I just see my mid laner level eight whatever die die to a gank pushing up too far and then suddenly just Warwick just claws through and oh two kills three kills and it's just very annoying to stop and it's. I don't know how to describe it. Just it's unfun. It's like not not a, uh, too much of a safety net. It's not 
I, I don't really, I don't really know if I'm boring this correctly, but Nunu is another really good example. I hate Nunu just like takes phase rush, never gets caught, repeatedly spam games. Doesn't he don't really do anything jungle related other than rolling snowballs. And but then okay, you just um yeah. Sorry, am I yeah. cutting you off? No, no, no. Go okay, ahead. I just want to like say like, well, what about Graves then? What do you think about oh, Graves? Yeah, like, Graves, I know you I mean, play Graves a lot, yeah. but like, what don't you think like his like little his dash is just so versatile? Yeah, I, I'm. The fact that he can literally guess, steal dragons the way you do is kind of yeah. Free. I'm, I'm not saying Graves is definitely strong, but like this is the one the one thing that I I'm not saying like oh I hate I hate the jungle. I don't know how to word this. Sorry. Um, I don't know if I would call Graves like super safe, and in the sense of like of a Warwick or Nunu, but he he's undoubtedly strong. And I can't, the only reason why I can't really give that much too much commentary on Graves is like I don't really I don't ever see any other junglers playing Graves. Like it's just just because you always pick him first. But I I would also argue the same point for Warwick. I don't really see that many Warwicks anymore. I see them from time to time. Uh. The thing, the difference between Warwick and Nunu and Graves is that if you don't yeah. get your, like, early shit or, like, do your early things correctly with Graves, you're kind of, like, Completely you don't really do that much. Warwick is but, just like, Warwick and Nunu can, like, easily just, like, oh, I'm just gonna go to a lane and just bots. kill people. Yep. Yeah, like Graves you... also does no CC. At least in my experience, it's a really bad idea to play War Graves in a uh, one-dimensional way. Like, you need to be, like, doing everything. Whereas Warwick, you can just kind of just, you know, you just gank, take a fight every now and then, and then the game will play itself for you. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not saying that these champions are like overpowered in any sense of the word. Maybe Nunu in high elo, but I'm not saying these champions are overpowered in the sense of the word. I just feel, find it very frustrating to play against where the uh, jungler can just keep doing like one thing and it will eventually pan out for them. You think Ramus falls under that category? Yes, I would be very angry if I just lost to a spam ganking Ramus. <laughs> Haven't we <laughs> lost to that before? No, yeah, not, not, I, uh, not really. I don't, I don't ever see Ramuses. From our scrim. That was for our, like, competition thing. Hmm. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. Was that the one you guys yeah, yeah. did for money? We tried to do... Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we lost oh, to a spam right, ganking yeah, yeah. Ramus. Mm -hmm. I, would, I would have been very frustrated if I was in Ruby shoes. Brian, we're done. Tell me when you're done. Tell me when you're done. Um... Yeah, I, I can't. I don't really have any that much hatred toward any junglers, but I just I see like such a mis mixed bag. Everyone doing their own thing. Yeah, I'm looking at replay right now. There's like a lot of there's a decent amount of variety. Do you guys? I want to ask. Do you guys have any junglers you you particularly hate or you don't you are fearful of? I mean, I perma ban you unless I'm trying to play him. Any early game any early game jungler who's gonna gank like before the scuttle. <laughs> That's always no, one of them. Early game junglers that I'm scared of. I'm always scared because I, I hate getting like uh, killed. Any junglers. The, I hate getting killed before the first back. Mm. That's <laughs> the worst part because I'm trying to. Fight. That's what I'm trying to fight and get see if I can get a first blood. And if, the, if like the freaking Jarvan flies over the wall, then that's gonna be kind of annoying. I would say Elise is pretty scary. Like, but I usually I would I don't see any other people play Elise, but she's pretty freaking scary, like early game. I guess also Kane falls under that category because he can move through the walls, but that's like not. I don't like Kha'Zix. That's that's my number one hated jungler, in my opinion. I think Kha'Zix is cool though. I think he has. We don't play enough. Play. We don't play enough against like Brian never plays against good ones, but like I swear to God, once you play against a good one, it's just yeah. like a nightmare. Okay. You just, well, you just gotta find the M7 one million K mastery point one. Right. I guess like, though, if I really ha oh Jay, you want to go? I, don't know, I was just like never mind. It's I, just like the. We wanted to keep it kind of an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I wanted to okay. sorry, clarify. I know, I know Jerry was like, sorry if I'm necroing anything here. But um, I just like the, the, my hatred is really just towards new to work. Those are, I, I just don't like those champions. I mean, those because of like. Little baby, like, baby yeah, champions. Like, little di baby diaper champions. <laughs> and you can just. They're, I, they're, they're very, very, very useful champions for learning jungle and like. Not dying to your own camps. I I can I see the value in that, but beyond that, I have a distaste for them. That that's just my two cents. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say that if I had a champion I hate, it's Garen. Garen's just an irritating, irritating champion. The definition of like the ones where like the mistake is just he 
his silence can just be so punishing sometimes at, at a point and click, and then he's just safety. I, I don't like safe champions sometimes. I feel like they're able to set when I know, like, people can... It's, it also, people probably feel that way when they play against silence and game playing, because I can literally fleet, fleet forward and chug potions all day long and just heal it back up. Yeah. But yeah, Garen more so. Garen just like... And also, like, how... He just seems to like you can't. You have to kill him like four times to make him weak. If you don't kill him enough, he just grabs his. Breeze Even if you kill him four times, if you leave him to do something else, he's just gonna come back and not yeah. die ever. Yep, Garen is just an irritating champion. That's about it, though. That's like the one champion I have complaints about. We all got our rants out. It's not. Garen is not a crutch champion. He's like one of those electric wheelchairs. You don't have yeah, to do so, shit then when except you move a little math, stick. I see, get like masters, man. Mm, I kind of disagree with that. I feel mm. like Garen has some play, but like I don't. I, I, it's not worth elaborating. Um, I just feel like we don't have that much time. All right. Well, does that is it? Does anyone have any other standout ideas that they that they're not happy about? Anything? Any mechanic um, that's not fun? Yeah, I really hate this player named Normal Cast. He just <laughs> he just blames the team all day long and then dies. <laughs> Yeah, I want. I know we're. Guess I'm we doing the next podcast time, solo. I want to. <laughs> I want to see. I, I, I'm just thinking of any questions I had to ask you guys. Just getting your opinions. Um. Do the Kukrugian interview. Yeah. If you don't have too much, let's just we can just wrap it up and just ask it informally. Sure. Yeah, it works. All right. Well. I guess that's it for this episode. Um, thank you to everybody who came by to listen. Uh, thank you for, to all my guest stars. Hey, you're um, welcome. And I will see you guys in the next episode.